Since the day she gave me that coveted final rose, my wife, Trista Sutter, has made me a better person. If she can get me to know better, to do better, and to just all around be better, then I'm sure she can do it for you too. You're listening to Better Etc. with my wife and your host, Trista Sutter. Hey, everybody. This is Trista, and you're listening to episode 26 of the Better Etc. podcast. If you listened to last week's episode, and I hope you did because it was a very important one, you know that I am continuing the conversation that I had with Robin Warner. She was attacked when she was 18 years old and sexually assaulted. So for anyone out there who is listening, know that this episode does contain discussions about sexual assault and assault. So please consider this your trigger warning. But what we get into today is all about how to prevent something like this from happening. She shares tactical tips for if you are being attacked, how to fight back, what saved her life, the difference between tricky people and stranger danger for teaching our kids, the details of intuition. She even talks about how to strengthen that intuition. She talks about whether she would change things if she could and her outlook on the attack now. And she also shares a very important code that will give you a discount to her online course called Safe by Robin that teaches awareness and prevention and self-defense all online. So you can do it at home. Anyway, I just loved my conversation with her. I love her vulnerability. I love how she has been able to turn her horror into power and empowerment of others and helping others. It's just, she's such a joy. She's just such a light in this world. And I hope that you will share this with lots of other people so that we can, as we talk about in this episode, cause some ripple effects and prevent them from getting hurt like she did and help protect them if they are ever in a situation like she was in. Okay, so for my Trista's takes this week, I figured that since I was talking to Robin about prevention of sorts, that I would talk about prevention of a different kind. One of my Facebook friends, she is a friend from college, she shared on Facebook about how she was talking to one of her friends and her friend shared her story of being diagnosed with melanoma. So that encouraged her to go to the dermatologist and have her skin checked. Now, I don't know how old you are out there, but if you grew up like me in the 80s and 90s, you probably were like me and worshiped the sun. I mean, I remember being at my best friend Cindy's house. We would lay out with these silver blankets covered in baby oil. (laughs) I mean, we were literally, we were literally baking ourselves. Oh, gosh, I don't know why. I mean, I do know why, but oh, I just wish I could go back and change that about myself because I personally went through a scary diagnosis. It was, gosh, over a year ago, and it was before the pandemic hit. I know that much. Anyway, I had a bump on my chest that was a little concerning. So I went in to the dermatologist. And, you know, we were doing our small talk thing. And then I said, but the reason I'm here is because I want you to look at this spot. And she goes, that is right where I was going. 
she saw it immediately and we had it biopsied. It turns out that it was pigmented basal cell carcinoma and she wasn't at all concerned. But if you look up carcinoma on Google and I have a tendency to do this, I know, bad habit. Carcinoma, I think, means cancer, tumor. <laughs> if I have to go back to my uh, master's in physical therapy, I think that's what it means. Anyway, so that's scary. Thinking, oh my gosh, there was cancer growing on my chest. And thankfully, it was an easy fix. She just cut it out and it was gone. And it wasn't a a dangerous like stage four melanoma situation. Same thing with my friend who went and got her skin checked. She had a cluster of freckles on her back that she was a little concerned about. And she also has Scandinavian skin. So, you know, anyone out there with skin on the paler side can have more of a tendency to burn, of course. And then that gives you more of a tendency to develop skin cancers later on in life. Anything that is concerning on your skin, please consult with your doctor. I'm just sharing my personal experience, of course, and my friends from Facebook. Anyway, so she got her this little cluster of freckles biopsied, and she got the call that she had melanoma. Thankfully for her, it was stage zero and highly curable. But if you don't get those things checked, it can very well be not curable, and that's when it gets scary. We have a good friend who lost her husband to melanoma. It spread everywhere. So that's my PSA for the day for prevention. Actually, I am going to get my mammogram this week. So for all of the women out there who have not scheduled their annual mammogram, consider this your reminder. Schedule your mammogram if you haven't already. I'm going to get right into the conversation with Robin. I hope that you'll continue to listen. I hope that you'll share this with a friend. I hope that you will go visit wherever you're listening to your podcast. Click subscribe and please review and rate us five stars so we can continue all this good stuff. Okay. Thanks, guys. Okay. Before we get into the continued conversation with Robin, I wanted to tell you about our incredible sponsors. Thanks for listening all about our incredible sponsors. And now it's time to get into my continued conversation with Robin. Here we go. One great tip that I saw on either Facebook or Instagram was I had been taught back in the day to put my key in between my fingers and have it like, you know, ready to like, like Wolverine. Yeah, exactly. Like Wolverine. Yeah. And I was just talking to one of my best friends here about how I was going to talk to you tonight. And I told her how I found this tip. I was like, don't you remember like being told? And she's like, oh yeah. She goes like this. And she's like, I still do it. So anyway, I want you to share what to do instead of doing that, that can be more effective. Yes. So it's funny because self-defense kind of evolved. So about eight years ago, I was even still teaching that. That was part of the curriculum going around and everyone's walking around like Wolverine. But yeah. they have found since that women who are doing that, the key will come back and either split their webbing or come and cut their wrist. So we're not teaching women to do that anymore. Instead, hold the key like you're carving a pumpkin and you would like stab at eyes or throat or put it on a lanyard and use it as a whip. Mm -hmm. That's more effective 
than even trying to like dagger someone like Wolverine. So either holding it like this, like you're carving a pumpkin or whipping them with your lanyard. So don't do the Wolverine anymore. I thought the lanyard was genius because it also keeps you farther away from them. You know, if someone's attacking you so that you don't have to get up right in their face to be able to use your key against them. If it's on a lanyard or something that gives you more extension, then you can hit them from farther away. Yeah. So I actually, here are my keys Yep. and they're actually just on this little wrist lanyard. And the reason I like this is because I'm hands-free of a mom, but I carry pepper spray and I love women who carry pepper spray. I really think they should, but it does you no good if it's in the bottom of your diaper bags, if it's in the back of your car, you know, car jockey box, it has to be accessible. Mm-hmm. So I keep it right here on my wrist lanyard. So at any point in time, I can just flip it up and use it. It's right here with me. And also you can still use this, you know, yeah. as a whip yeah. if you need to. And these little guys are a couple bucks off Amazon yeah. and just, yeah, a little wrist lanyard, just like this. You always have your keys and your pepper spray with you. That's such a great idea. So it looks like one of those, uh, like a scrunchie, kind of like one of those coiled scrunchies, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's just a little bigger for your wrist. And I think you could even just Amazon like wrist lanyard and that's what comes up. Completely. Yeah. I want to do a couple more uh, self-defense tips. And one of them was about the emergency panic button on your phone. And yes. you had asked people, do you have this emergency panic button? And I'm like, I think I do, but I don't know. So can you take us through how to make sure that the emergency panic button is set up on your phone? Probably iPhones, but I assume that people could figure it out from um, Androids if they need to. And and how to use it, how to use it if if you ever need it. Yeah, so every iPhone comes standard with a panic button. And how you do it is just go into settings, go into general, and then you'll just scroll right down and it says emergency SOS. That, it used to be actually a little trickier to find. You would have to like search. Mm -hmm. But if you can't find it, just go in your settings and click search and just type in SOS. It's red, you'll see it. It's like a standard feature. So you'll go in there and they come standard turned off. Okay. So you have to turn yours on. So there, it just says like, turn it on. So swipe it on. And then you have a choice for a countdown sound. So what that is, is I'm going to show you right here and you guys can just listen, but you have to hit your side lock button at least five times. And what will happen is it will call 911. So if in a panic situation, it's hard to maybe be like, how many times did you hit this? Hmm. So just hit it a thousand times. Right. So what will happen is I'll just hit it over and over and over. Got it. It'll give me a three, two, one, and it'll call 911. And then if you've gone in and put your emergency contacts in there, which I highly advise everyone to do, it will send them a text that says, Trista called for help, and it will send them your location as well. Countdown sound is personal preference. You can have it on like that if you think like a kid's gonna accidentally call it. I actually usually have my countdown sound off because I feel like if I were ever in an emergency situation, I would just want it to call 911 without anyone really knowing. Yes. So that's personal preference, but everyone has it. And then for Android, all you have to do is same thing. There's a million versions of Android phones. So just go into your settings and in the search bar, either type SOS or type emergency button, and you'll be able to find it. There's very little phones that don't have it anymore. And they're usually old models. So most of them have it. 
Got it. Yeah, I think this is great, especially for parents, like to set it up on your kid's phone. Oh, yeah. Like for my kids, they go, they'll go skiing on their own. And that's essentially why we got them a phone because they'll go skiing or they'll go biking or they'll go to the skate park or be shopping with friends or whatever. So setting it up on their phone and then teaching them how to use that panic button is such a great tip to keep them safe because that's like my, I've, I don't know how many times in my kids' lives I have said, my job is to keep you safe. Like, you know, that's one of them. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, almost everyone has a phone with them at all times. So that can be a lifeline, like knowing that you have a panic button on there, utilize your phone, make it be a lifeline for you instead of like a a distraction and making you a target. So most people don't even know it's like not turned on. That's a really, that's a huge one, huge one, huge one. Okay. And then the last tip that I pulled from your site was screaming versus yelling. This is a huge one. Okay. So talk to us about that. So screaming and yelling are not the same thing. So how many times have you been outside and you maybe heard kids horsing around, they're screaming at the local park that happens all the time. And probably most of those times you never called 911, right? Mm -hmm. But how many times have you been outside and heard help? I'm being kidnapped. This is not my dad. Hopefully you've never heard that, but if you have, you're going to be way more inclined to call for help. So screaming and yelling are not the same. Now, screaming comes natural to every person. Yelling call to action words is actually something that's not natural and you have to practice it. So I always do this exercise. In fact, I just spoke at a high school a couple hours before this with 40 young girls. And I said, okay, in three seconds, I want every single one of you to yell your name, your location, and that you're being attacked. Ready? Go. Dead silent. Not one of you do it. Literally dead silent. I was going to guess. I was like, oh, I would be shocked if anyone said anything. Yeah, it it doesn't come natural. And so it's actually something you need to teach your kids. So every three months, me and my kids, we sit down. It's their favorite activity. My oldest daughter now is like, mom, I know to yell words. She thinks it's like old news. But I say, okay, for 30 seconds, I want you to yell your name, your location, and that someone's taking you ready, go. And they're like, they start yelling and they, they get practice that. At first, literally, it's crickets. They can't get the words out. Mm-hmm. But you can ask someone to scream, and they can naturally scream. And screaming is great. Like, making any noise is awesome. But you really want to be clear and concise that you need help and who you are and where you are and what's happening. That's just going to give you a much more likelihood that someone's actually going to come help you. Mm-hmm. And if you practice it, it'll come naturally, like you said. Yeah. And so I guarantee if you go and ask your kids tonight, just say, hey, what would you do if someone tried to kidnap you? So they might have like a whole bunch of different answers, but they might come to the conclusion of like making noise. Like I would scream and you say, great. Okay. Awesome. It would be really good to make noise. Show me. And they'd probably go, ah! mm-hmm. you say, awesome. Great. That's making a lot of noise. But sometimes screaming can sound like people are messing around or having fun. So now I want you to tell me your name, your location and what's happening. Go. And I can almost bet money. You won't hear anything come out of your tits. Right. So then teach them, okay, we're going to practice this. And then that's how you start the conversation. And that's how they start the skill. I, I look up to you because I think just having these conversations, it's always hard to start because obviously I want to keep my kids safe. So I want to talk to them about it, but I'm thinking to myself by telling them 
that this might happen? And I'm, am I going to give them nightmares? Am I going to scar them? Am I going to, you know, worry them unnecessarily and cause harm and stress them out when I don't need to be? So it's like this, this weird internal dialogue happening. Like, should I be telling my kids that this is something, but I know I need to prepare them for a certain things. So it's just hard to, to start that, but yeah, it really is hard. And you're not alone. Like Almost every mom tells me this, like, where do I start? Am I doing more harm? When should I start? And this is what I kind of always say, like, Trista, if I asked you to come to a professional dance class, because I'm a professional dancer, and let's say you're not, you'd feel anxious, nervous, mm -hmm. uneasy, don't want to come. But if you were a professional dancer and I asked you, you'd be excited, eager, confident, empowered. The more you talk about self-defense in normal day-to-day -day life, the more normal it becomes and the more empowered they become. It takes away the fear um, because your kids might have thoughts like, what should I do? Like, without you even saying anything, a kid is going to think, what would happen if I got kidnapped? And if you've never had that, they're going to be fearful about that. If you've never had that conversation. But if they have that, if you're having these conversations and they're like, you know, oh, I'm kind of nervous. What would I do if someone kidnapped me? Oh, my mom told me I should yell. And like all of a sudden they're empowered because they have tools, they have a solution. And so it can come across as like really scary and intimidating, but you're actually, you're empowering your kids. And it can be as easy as like, someone asked me the other day, like, how do you start teaching your kids about tricky people? Mm -hmm. And I say, just this. So my three-year-old, hey, what does the firefighter look like? They tell me, what does a ballerina look like? They tell me, what does a tricky person look like? And then you, they will say something and you can say, oh yeah, or maybe it looks like this. And have you ever learned about tricky people? Like, it doesn't have to be like, sit down. We're talking about tricky people. Like just make it lighthearted. And the more you talk about it, the more it'll come natural to you and them. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I loved it. But you're not alone in that. That's 99% of moms. Yeah. Yeah. I've, well, I, I bring it up mostly for that reason. Cause I know that it's just, it's just hard when, when you're thinking about your kids being hurt in any way, it's hard mm -hmm. to, it's hard to think about going there and putting right. that in their brain, you know, and making them worry, you know? So, yeah. And I definitely think just, you know, there's age appropriateness. Yes. So like, I'm not giving like the full on conversation to my three-year-old as I am my nine-year-old as she gets older and, uh, you know, experiences happen to her and questions arise and we're giving her more information. And so, uh, but just like starting talking about those things, even just like tricky people, like then it's just not a big deal when they're a little older and you need to talk about it more. Does your oldest know about your attack? She does actually. So she's nine and I, I was, I, was never planning on telling her until probably, I think 11, like 11 is a really good age to start talking about this in more depth. I found I've met with thousands of women and kids and I felt like a little younger than that. I do see a little more anxiety oh, yeah. um, just from their maturity level. But for whatever reason, I was speaking at an event and I was like running this event and didn't realize that my daughter was there. Mm. And so she heard the whole story. And so it was like unintentional, but like, then it was like, great. Like after we talked about it and she hasn't had a problem since like now she'll be like, oh yeah, my mom was attacked and she can teach you what to do. Oh. Like it, it hasn't been a problem, which is good. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. just got to make you so proud. You know? I know. It, yeah, it really does. And, and she is a little more mature for a nine-year-old. So it might've been the perfect time, but usually around 10 or 11 is when I would say I have found you can kind of get more into details. 
And what about intuition? So in your story about the attack, you mentioned multiple moments where you heard someone speaking to you saying, go get my phone. What if a wild horse came? What would I do? Mm-hmm. You know, when you went back on the trail and you just got this negative vibe, like something's not right here. When you saw the guy, you got the the creepy vibe, like he he there's something something's going to happen. Calling 911, yeah. like you had so many moments of intuition. So Holy many. Cow. Yeah. And, and I don't know where your beliefs stand in terms of what that intuition was, but I do believe in intuition. I've always had a really strong intuition, a really strong gut. And even to the point where one of my best friends from home, from high school growing up, I I'll call her every so often and just be like, okay, I haven't talked to you in a while. How are you doing? You know, what's going on? And one of the most recent times I called her and she was like, it's just weird. Like, you know, exactly the day to call. Something's not, something went wrong or I'm having a really bad week or a really bad day. And you just, so anyway, I listened to that intuition and I've always believed, especially it sounds really stupid and this is stupid to even compare But during The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, just following my gut and in, you know, leading me to my future husband, you know, I think that there are so many moments where I feel like intuition is so important to listen to, especially in your case or cases like yours. So tell me about those moments during the attack. What do you think they were and and how do you teach intuition? Can you teach intuition? Yeah. So intuition is something that every human has. It's it's not based off of a religion. You're not baptized and get it. It's, it's just standard. Everyone has it. And intuition is the only thing that can tell you something is wrong or right with needing zero evidence. So it can say, Hey, you're about to get attacked. And logically I'm like, no, I'm not like, there's not one thing that's going to prove that that's right. But intuition doesn't need any of that. That's why it's so incredible. And I feel like intuition, it's like, I treat it like a relationship with a friend. The more I trust it, the more I listen to it, the more I'm in tune and the more it comes around. Like when I feel those feelings now, like I'm not like, oh, what is that feeling? I'm like, oh, nope, got to get out of here. 100% no. Like Mm. I just trust it now. Mm. So like when I feel that, it's not like a, Am I just being weird? Am I paranoid? Am I anxious? It's like, nope, I don't, I trust that. And whether it's, whether there really is danger right now or whether there, you know, I should or shouldn't be here, just listen to it. Because if you don't, whether there was danger or not, you're just not going to listen to it next time when there probably really is, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so just trusting your intuition. And I'm the same. I've always been really tuned in with my intuition and you know, at 18 years old, I, I, I recognize it now as intuition. And, and when it was happening, like there were moments where I was like, I think I shouldn't do this. Like, I think this is like my intuition or my spirit telling me not to do this. But now as a more mature adult and, you know, I can say, no, 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 no. I know what that is and I'm going to trust it. Mm-hmm. So if that happened to you again, you would, you would probably have stayed home. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I had someone 
say, you know, it's interesting that you were never told not to go running. You were just prepped while you were running on certain things that you should and shouldn't do. And so I do think that like this experience was supposed to happen. I was supposed to be the girl on that trail. I'm using that experience to save other lives and I would never go back and change it. And I never did have like the intuition of like, you should never go. Mm -hmm. And even when I came back, like to my house, the spirit was never like, you shouldn't go back. I never felt that. It was just when I got there, it was like, okay, this is part of the plan, but I'm going to try to help you as much as I can. And so I was never, it's interesting. Like it, it, this was supposed to happen and I was never told not to go. And then when I left, I was never told not to go back. But when I was there, it was like, I got to help you out, girl. These are, you you know, you get, get prepared. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to go for. And so I believe that you know, this experience was meant for me. Yes, I am a true believer in everything happens for a reason. And I've always said, sometimes you don't know what the reason was. You might never know in some instances, but I think in your case, you know, without a doubt, you know that that is why you went through such a horrific experience and now have created this incredible path to be able to help people. So, I mean, that's got to feel like so good, you know, to, to know that you were given this intuition, this gift of intuition, and Mm -hmm. it, it probably helped save your life. It did. Yeah. It 100% saved my life. And in turn helped you save other people's lives. Yeah, I feel I feel really blessed and grateful, even though it was very traumatic and, you know, a lot of work to heal from that. Like sometimes I'm like, how is this my life? I'm just the luckiest girl ever that I get to teach and empower other women. And like I've had women come back, you know, and be like, I took your course and this happened and like this. You saved my life. And so I'm like, I just don't sometimes feel worthy. I'm like, how did this is just I can't believe I get to do this like this. is So I feel so grateful. You should feel worthy. Well, you're sweet. I, I, I do feel worthy, but you know, sometimes when it, when it just gets so big, you're like, wow, like this is bigger than me. You know, like it just feels really special. I know. I know. But yes, I, I hear that because I have lots of internal awful demons that, you know, tell me I'm not worthy all the time too. So, but you you are worthy. You are worthy and you are doing great work. Thank you. So is there anything coming up in the future that you're excited about? Any evolution of Safe by Robin that you can tell us about? Yeah. So my course, like I said, is 18 videos and I get a lot of specific requests for, will you just record a video on just how to teach your kids? Like, how do you teach your kids? How can I start the conversation? And, and, and we do touch on that in my, my big course, but I am excited to just like do a mini module on that because uh, it's a uh, moms just want to know, like, I don't know how to teach them. So help me teach them. I've also started writing a book called mm. tricky people. And it's, it's like a children's book that kind of goes through like little synopsis like, Oh, this man, you know, tried to take you from this. That's a tricky person. Um, and so I'm kind of just starting in that, which I'm really excited about. This was really exciting for me. I was so flattered that you asked me to be on this podcast and 
one thing is I'm, I'm a new co-host for a, a new talk show. It's called the brave talk show. And we talk about everything brave, like no topics are off the table. And I feel like that's going to be a really awesome platform for me as well to continue to teach and empower women and girls. Yes. Is that just in Utah? Yeah. No. So we actually were approached by a channel, but we don't want to have to filter ourselves. <laughs> so <laughs> we're actually just doing it on YouTube and we just launched our first episode. It's literally like my mom would not watch the show because it's completely unfiltered. <laughs> like our first pod or our first, it's a podcast as well, but like our first episode was on female orgasms and like, there's no filter. Like people who know me, I'm like, I say how it is. And that's just what it is. Yes. And so it's it's going to be awesome to share there too, just on different platforms to reach more, more people and help them feel prepared and not scared. Yes. And what is the podcast name? Um, so it's called The Brave Talk Show. Okay, got it. So great. Congratulations. Yeah, so thank fun. you. Of course. One question I ask all of my guests is just tied in to the title of my podcast, Better, Etc. So Robin, how do you plan on being better tomorrow? Oh my gosh, this is such a good question. <laughs> tomorrow, I plan on being a better friend. Hmm. Yeah, it's my birthday today and it's I've had so birthday? many people. Yes, Happy it's my birthday, birthday today. Thank you. <laughs> I turned 32. And I've just been like overwhelmed with like, I can't, my phone doesn't stop buzzing with just people sending in love. And I was just had the thought like, you need, to, you can be a better friend. Like tomorrow, you just need to like send out all those messages that you've been like, oh, my girlfriend has the cutest hair. We'll text her. You should tell her that. Oh. So I think tomorrow I'm going to be a better friend. Oh, can't we all be better friends? I mean, I think yeah. with the, especially with the pandemic and just everything up in the air, all the divisiveness in our, in our world. And gosh, I think everyone can use a good friend. So I think that's a great, great way to be better. Great. Oh, thank you. So how can everybody find you and your course? Yeah. So on Instagram, you can find me at a fly on my wall. So there I share bi-weekly safety tips. So twice a week, I will drop a tip and it can be on anything from how to safely ride share, on how to leave a babysitter safely at your house. Also mixed into my fly on my wall. Um, I'm a mom of four kids. There's a lot of humor. I'm an entrepreneur. So it's a little bit of everything. And then my website is safe by Robin and Robin is spelled R-O-B-Y-N safebyrobin.com. That's where you can find my course. And I would love to give your listeners a discount for $25 off. And why don't we do code better? Awesome. Thank you so much. That's, that's amazing. I, I can't wait to check it out with my daughter. Like I, and honestly, as I was prepping for this, I was thinking it would be so great to get a group of people together and put it up on a projector screen or something and then talk it through and be able to promote it, you know, in a, in a group atmosphere and not just watching it. Like, obviously there's benefits to watching it on your own. And if, if, yeah. if everybody wants to do it on their own, that's great. But I was thinking, yeah. why not get some girlfriends together with their girls and we could talk about it with our daughters all together. You know, you never know what kind of conversation would come up. Oh yeah. And, and that's really powerful. Like 
just today, Trista, that you learned a little more about self-defense. Like I now, like I tell women, I'm like, now I'm giving you the mantle to go spread it. Like now go tell your friends and family, like that's powerful. Like mm-hmm. even just one person, we can really make a difference. Ripple effects. That's right. Mm-hmm. I love me some ripples. <laughs> me too. It's not in my forehead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's I'm only in. in certain places. Yeah. <laughs> Yay for Botox. <sighs> um, yes, that's right. Well, Robin, thank you so much for your time. I think I am so drawn to practical knowledge and wisdom that we all can take and use in our life. And this, even if it's a man listening, you know, even if it's a woman with just a son, I think this is something that you can use for yourselves. You can pass on to your children. You can pass on to your parents. You can pass on to anyone and everyone. Absolutely. Everyone can use this information. And I think it's even more powerful that it comes from you being that you had been through such a horrible attack. So, you know, you know, this is coming from a really powerful place because you believe that it could have helped you and you're sharing the things that helped keep you alive. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing with my audience and, and for your code to save some money because everyone likes to save money. Yes. (laughs) And good luck with the brave talk show and the podcast and the YouTube channel and, and reaching children and just spreading more awareness. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you so much for what you're doing. You're incredible. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I was going to say I'm not worthy, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I know we're not, we're not saying that we are worthy. We are worthy. We are worthy. Okay. Go enjoy your well, birthday. Thank you so much. Okay. We'll see you later. <laughs> thank Bye, you, Robin. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. I hope you feel a little better after having listened. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcasts. If you're enjoying our show, please send it to a friend and put a little better into their lives. Also, if you would like to find me, you can go to Instagram at Trista Sutter or Facebook at Trista Sutter fan page. Thanks, everybody, and have a great day.